can you detect what's coming next from the flex of the wrist? Say indeed and I proceed cause my man made a mix. If he bleed, he won't need no band-aid to fix. What's up guys, I'm Brandon Vessels and this is Lazy Brain. It is 4.43pm January 10th, 2019 when I'm recording this. And I just wanted to say what's up, how is it going? I hope it's going well. Um, The last week has been very interesting, I've been spending... Just some time with my grandparents because at first I thought they needed my help to cook and things like that because they're getting older. Uh, My grandfather is 82 and my grandma is like 75 or something like that. I guess I should know their ages, but I try not to think about their ages because it, you know, it makes me feel better because then I can just gauge how healthy they are just seemingly rather than based off of an age. Anyway. I've been with them, and at first I thought I was needed, and then I found out that they kind of just like me being here as a companion, um, which is great. I mean, I enjoy being with them, but I also would like to do other things sometimes, so that's been very interesting. We went to the movies, went to go see The Mule. My grandpa really wanted to see that new Clint Eastwood movie, which was based off of a real story in the New York Times. So apparently a 90-year-old started, a 90-year-old white man started moving drugs across the United States for a cartel or the cartel. That's something I never can figure out. Is the cartel like one thing or are there a bunch of cartels? Maybe I should watch those series on Netflix to talk about it, but I just, I don't really want to dedicate any time towards it but if you've seen something like Breaking Bad this makes you think that they just made the cartel look like oh we just you know we just give money for if you do a good job we'll give you money it's not a big deal like it wasn't the stakes weren't super super high to me and there was a lot of exposition in it and they just kind of shoved things down your throat and you were supposed to care about it but I, you know, I didn't really become invested in it, um, but it was interesting. You know, I liked that my grandpa wanted to see it. He never goes sees goes to see movies unless it's like you know a cowboy movie. I think the last movie he saw in theaters was like two years ago. He went to go see The Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington, that Disney movie with Chris Pratt and all of them, and uh, he enjoyed that a lot. But at the time. The seats weren't really handy capable, and he is riding in a scooter at the time he was. Now he's on a walker, but uh, which is progress. And this time they had like the reclining seats. I don't know if in your area they have these, but the theaters are starting now to all have basically these really, really nice recliners to sit back in and enjoy the movie. And uh, I really like it. I mean, it helps with the experience a lot. I mean, I liked movies before when the seats were uncomfortable and the floors were really sticky, which the floors are still really sticky, but, you know, since you have the recliner, you don't have to touch it for very long anyway. So I think that's cool. He got to sit and relax, and he, for once, didn't fall asleep watching something because I think he was actually, you know, interested and captivated in it. And it took so long to get him out of the house to go, I mean, it was like maybe I was here the week of Christmas and we wanted to go then and he seemed kind of apprehensive. I guess he was really tired. And then this week he 
I was like, yeah, sure. I am down to go. And so we all went, got some popcorn, some candy. It was really cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the experience, but not the movie, if that makes any sense. So that's what I've been doing here. Haven't been doing much. Um, you know, just spending time with them. I've been vegetarian lately. The last, like, two weeks I've eaten vegetarian or pescatarian. And normally I do it every at the beginning of every year because I want to lose weight. And this time it wasn't the lose weight factor because I've been going to therapy and I feel pretty good. And my eating disorder stuff for the moment has really been handled. You know, I've kind of stabilized that a little bit. So I'm not really worried about my weight at the moment. But I woke up one morning, I think January 1st, it was something like that. Uh, maybe a little bit before that, but, and I thought, man, like it popped in my head, but it was like, the thought was something to the effect of eating meat is eating death. And at first, cause I've heard similar arguments to that, but I don't know why it, this is the first time that I actually was able to legitimately rationalize it in my mind. But the way I thought of it was when you eat a steak it looks completely different than it is on the cow. But if you eat a strawberry off the ground, there's not a whole process the strawberry has to go through. You can just eat it. So it's almost like you're eating it as close to its original form as possible when you eat like fresh fruit or fresh vegetables. But with meat, it's not like that. It goes through a whole process. It's been dead for a while. Like literally, like I, I could see eating like fresh meat, like right off, like I watch meat eater um with steve ranella and like they eat the the meat they eat the elk like right there like 30 minutes later they're eating it and it was just alive and there's a lot of energy and you know beauty to that but then when i go into the supermarket and i look at the meat just sitting there under a light and it looks like really old i don't know and so I just thought that was eating death. That was eating a rotting thing versus fruits and vegetables, raw fruits and vegetables. There's not. It's like you're eating life. Anyway, so I decided for the month of January, I'm going to be vegetarian or pescatarian. I only say pescatarian because I knew when I'm here with my grandparents, it would be extremely hard to be vegetarian. And there would probably be moments where I would be forced to eat like fish which I don't mind that. Um, I'm not like super, super crazy about it. So I've, you know, been pescatarian for the most part. I've been eating veggie stuff and salads and can't really get a bunch of salads when I'm here. At home, it's different, but like with my grandparents, you know, they don't really, it's a lot. So anyway, that's been my recent uh, week. Just, you know, the vegetarian thing spending time with my grandparents and uh i've been reading specifically i've been reading shook ones by uh charlemagne the god uh it's shook ones and anxiety playing tricks on me charlemagne t-h-a god charlemagne he spells charlemagne wrong um he talks about that a lot which um charlemagne is a radio personality that i'm a, a big fan of and he has a podcast and stuff like that. 
Um, the last year or so, he's been talking a lot about mental health, and after the year that I've had recently, I took to it um, a lot. A lot of the things he talks about, I connected with, and it really made me want to improve how I put things around me that can affect my anxiety and depression and stuff. So if that comes to social media, if that comes to just how I start my day, I'm starting to change a lot of those things. I'm reading more because of that, and I stay off social media as much as I can, try to read more, try to write more, you know, wake up a little happier, drink more water, be a little bit more healthy, just doing things that'll facilitate that positive energy around my mental health. And that book is really just making it, I was already feeling that sort of theme going on this year, but this book was really just solidifying it and really ingraining it and hammering it home that I need to really do things that can facilitate just really healthy mental energy. Um, so that's been fun. I love that. I'm thinking about doing like a, a book club thing on Instagram. So like I'll start a book and give book reviews on my Instagram. Just I'll take a picture of the book and then in the description or whatever you call it on Instagram, I'll like go through and say what I think, put like a little blog post, but I think that would be cool. Um, I will give Instagram links later or if you go to iTunes, I'll probably put it in the link, put the link in the description of this iTunes episode. But anyway, that has been a thing. I've been reading more, writing more, drinking a lot of water. I got a Brita filter for Christmas and uh, holds 18 cups. I'm really stoked about that. I like how as I'm getting older, things like that excite me more than anything else. Like it's like, oh man, I got socks and a water filter. I get to be more hydrated and I have like clean socks. But those are important things. Like that's something that really enriches your life rather than like getting an Xbox that is just going to distract me and make me waste time of my life not loving my family. It would, you know, I can drink water. That would probably be a lot more useful of my time than playing PlayStation. So I got that. And I saw the mule. What else do you guys want to hear me talk about? That verse that I rapped at the beginning of the episode was a verse or a segment of a verse from Eric B. and Rakim's Eric B. as president. I was watching a video where they were talking about it. Take one of the first commercially successful rap songs from 1980, The Breaks by Curtis Blow. The simple AABB rhyming pattern with no wordplay or puns is pretty predictable, lyrically and musically. But fast forward to 1986, and you've got songs like Eric B. is President from Eric B. and Rakim. I thought it was really interesting. She goes through and 
in that video and just talks about MF Doom and all these different rappers and like the rhyme scheme of different things. That has always interested me. The the idea of how stuff like that works, whether it's music or stand-up comedy, especially like rap specifically. Rap and stand-up comedy to me are literally sorry, that is my alarm. Rap and stand-up comedy are two like art forms that I think most people don't realize there's a lot of thought and talent that can be put into it and a lot of people think oh I can do that but really it's very intricate and there's a lot of interesting you know behind the curtain things that you don't really think about or know about and uh so I love stuff like that that just breaks it down. A video for stand-up comedy that kind of does the same thing as the one where I learned about Rakim and Eric B. is um, with Jerry Seinfeld, Lucy C.K., Ricky Gervais, and uh, Chris Rock. They did a video called Talking Funny a few years, like seven years ago. And I can't tell you how many times I've watched it because it's so fascinating to me the way they break down how jokes are structured and the ways that they do it like all of them have different um ways in which they do this same art form and it's just really interesting and at one point jerry seinfeld does a louis ck joke and louis ck says that is a complete seinfelded version of that joke and that was just an example to me of how a joke has a structure and you can play like it all has the same structure but you can play with what's around it you know it's going to have the same what what did one of them say they said there needs to be concrete in the walls or something of the house but you can put up any other things you want around that but there is always a structure and that's the same thing with rap even like the worst rap has some sort of rhyme structure to it unless you're you know like one of the, there's some newer rappers in California that don't really have a rhyme structure at the moment. But it's, it, stuff like that, yeah, it's really interesting. So I've been watching cool videos like that, which I've seen that video before, breaking down the rhyme lyrics and everything, but I just saw it again. And it's funny how you can see something and it doesn't hit you the same as when you watch at another point in your life. Because I heard that Rakim line, and I was just so I was so connected to it. I was like, man, that sounds awesome. Whereas I didn't even know before, you know, I didn't notice it. But this time I really, really liked it. Some other music things that I've gotten into was Sludge Metal, which, or Sludge Fest. Well, Sludge Metal is a genre, but there's one specific thing called Sludge Fest, which it's a chipmunks pop album but they turn it down to like speed 16 and so it like slows it down and it sounds really really melodic and like slow and it's a really really interesting album so i would recommend going to check that out sludge fest chipmunks you think it would be really stupid but it's actually dope i was listening to it the other morning cooking breakfast and my grandpa was like what is that and I was going to turn it off, and then my grandma was like, no, no, I like that. I don't like listening to music in the morning, but that's pretty good. And they're like in their 60s, and they really enjoyed it, and they didn't even understand what it was. But Sludge Metal, 
doom metal, whatever you want to call it, stuff like that has been really cool in my rotation recently. And an interesting thing you can do if you have Spotify just to get some new artists in your feed is go to a song that you like and then click on the song radio for that song and then it'll give you a bunch of similar songs from different artists and then go through and through there find those and go to that radio and that radio and it's just like this never-ending you know just rabbit hole of great music that is you know fits you and it's really cool spotify is hitting it out of the park with that I will say, if you want to find new music, go to Spotify. But if you want to listen to like hits and you want to see an artist's like greatest hits, go to Apple. Because I have both. I have Apple Music and Spotify Music. And I find that Spotify helps me find new music and Apple lets me just stay in my own little bubble and just enjoy that. Which I think at different times call for different you know, apps. If I'm like with my mom and we're driving somewhere, I'll put on Apple. If I'm alone and I get to just absorb things and enjoy them, I'm going to use Spotify. I mean, that's just, that's how I just enjoy my time. If I'm in the mood to listen to music, is just going through and listen to new things that are new to me. So that has been really fun. I've been cooking. It's been interesting trying to be a vegetarian because I don't eat vegetables. Like, so I'm like just struggling to find terrible things to eat because i'm not you know naturally a, a, a vegetable vegetarian eater it's it's just my ocd and my disgust that i've had lately that i'm trying to work through that has me doing it so i found these boca vegan chicken patties and they have uh burgers too but they're vegan chicken patties and vegan burgers they're really good like surprisingly good like it tastes it tastes like a low-end chicken patty like there's um there's this store in my area called save a lot and you can get things they're called pick fives and you get five like meat processed foods for 20 bucks or whatever and if you go and get a pick five chicken patty pack from save a lot it will taste as good as this Boca thing. And I'm not saying that's great. Like, if I want a chicken patty, a real chicken patty, it's not what I'm looking for. But for vegetarian, like, that's pretty good to me. So the Boca veggie vegan things are dope. If I was to continue doing this, that would honestly be a staple in my diet because I don't really have anything else to complete a meal because, you know, in my family growing up, we didn't really focus on fresh veggies and buying stuff like that. So it's really hard to try to tailor my diet around that. Um, but it is helping me figure out what I like, what I don't like. And if anything, if I am going to eat processed foods from now on, they'll probably be vegan. If that sounds weird. I, I, had this, I have this thing too where I like to eat vegan candy so i'll get i heard mike and ike's are vegan so i eat mike and ike's um but yeah i think that if i'm eating processed foods from here on out it's gonna be vegan processed foods and then try to get as fresh a meat as i can and stick to mostly vegetables i think they say the recommended amount of meat you should have is about the size of like 
the size of like uh, a deck of cards. That's the protein you should have. The rest should be veggies. And that's what I'm going to try to do from here on out once this month is over. And I think that's going to be pretty good. And I've been enjoying my food more. I haven't been felt, I haven't felt weighed down, which is what I'm used to feeling like when I'm on a normal diet or I'm eating like garbage. But I've been intermittent fasting as much as I can and going the vegan, veggie, pescatarian route. And I feel, I will admit, I do feel better. I don't know if it's because I'm eating less or if it's because of the type of foods I'm eating. I'd like to say that it's me eating less. I don't want to admit that, you know, these foods are actually better for me. But it is a very interesting process to go to. I feel better than I have in a very long time. Um, cause normally I'll have like heartburn at night and this and that, and I haven't had that for a few weeks. Um, when we went to the movies, I had heartburn that night cause I ate like a whole bucket of just gross popcorn with all this fake artificial butter and salt and just a, a Sprite. It was just a lot of salt and fat and sugar. So that's, I didn't feel good that night. But other than that, I've been pretty pretty good it's been a decent um go into vegetarian pescatarianism so i'm having fun with that um so next week i should be coming back to you guys this has been a 20 minute long podcast i'm really happy about that uh next week i'll give you my full review of uh shook ones by charlemagne And maybe I'll tell you what I'll be reading next so you can follow along and see if you like it. Um, Again, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate, you know, anyone who's willing to listen to me for 20 minutes. It's uh, something that I've always wanted to do and always wanted to get into. And I'm happy to do it, even though I'm just very, very new at it. But I hope that you have a wonderful week. I will see you next time or talk to you next time. Uh, Again, this is Lazy Brain.